Hello, and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast for Eastlake Tri-Cities Church. My name is Megan, and with me, as always, is our teaching pastor, Brent. Welcome, everybody, to this very smoke-filled episode of Say Something Interesting. I was telling my friends earlier today that I'm rocking day five of a low-level like smoke headache. Yeah, you know what? Today's the first day. I was just actually in my office going, oh, I don't feel that great. Yeah, um, and I don't didn't feel that great earlier either. Yeah, but uh, it could be the walls of this building are not great. <laughs> um, if you were here on Sunday and you uh, got to see, we invited like, I don't know, we had 40 something people yeah. on, mm-hmm. in service on Sunday. It looked like we ran a haze machine. It did, it did. About a half an hour or like four hours before uh-huh. the service started and just ran for full four hours. Mm-hmm. And it was, that was not the case. We just... <laughs> The, the seals, the seams yeah, on the doors no. are not as tight as they no. used to be 60 years ago. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's kind of, uh, I think around this time in the afternoon, every day, I'm always like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for keeping me around, Megan. But I finally took some medicine today. I was like, can't do the headache. For and, and what, just the just ibuprofen thing? Yeah. yeah. Just and feel better? I've, yeah. It does feel a lot better. Okay. I found... You know, like different medicine affects people different ways. Tylenol is my medicine that like is almost always the most effective. Interesting. But you can't, like it has a lot of bad liver side effects. So you got to. Got to be careful how you do that. Sometimes you got to, well, drink a lot of water always. Plus you're a raging alcoholic. So (laughs) I'm just kidding. That doesn't help. No, You know, it's funny. um, So I've always uh, um, had bad migraines for like ever since I was a kid. And not all the time, but like, um. Just once in a once uh, every couple months or so, just it just hits me and and I'm out for like 24 hours, right? And uh, not as ironically, uh, p- poor neck issues since I was a kid. Since my car accident, yeah, where where I you smashed my neck, neck twice, <laughs> fewer, which is great. Not not gone, just fewer. <laughs> not that you should. Not that I'm prescribing go ram your car into the back of a vehicle. Anyways, uh, a not leave, just a vehicle, a semi, a leave. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, migraine for whatever reason has been like, it always works. And, yeah. uh, that's just, it's, I don't know what's in the brand. I don't know if it's, I, it's not a commercial it's really good. I'm not making any money off of them. I'm just saying. Yeah. I use it cause I have some like lower back stuff and it's always been really good for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll do it for this week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so fun. You, you're doing yeah. uh, the school thing, I'm teaching. Doing the school thing. We are, uh, kids are still at home. Yeah. However, we have had a massive, a massive update in the Johnson yeah. household. If you followed us on, on or follow me on, on uh, Instagram or whatever, then you've already seen it and heard about it. And I, I if I even mentioned part of it, I know last week I mentioned the kids schooling from home and, and all of that, but uh, we had the incredible opportunity uh, <laughs> to put Clive into an actual in-person preschool at my dad's nice. church. Nice. And um, here's the deal. We got the call because Kylie's sister is the assistant teacher. Uh, in the okay, class. so I that's that how this was, worked yeah. out, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because he is not three years old, which is the minimum. <laughs> yeah, and he's supposed to be potty trained. He is not potty trained. <laughs> they need to be semi-verbal. He's almost not verbal at all in terms of I. We kind of get what he's trying to say. Yeah. So she called and said, hey, there was a couple of people that backed out and they've got some open spots available. Are you interested? And Kylie and I like looked at each other. Kylie called me like immediately. And she's like, what do you think? And it was almost like we were trying to sell somebody a vehicle that has massive issues. Like your lemon child. Yes. But like you don't want to tell them it has massive issues. 
Um, like, listen, our this radiator leaks. It is full of like all that plugged stuff that you just pour in, and then it works fine uh-huh. for like a month. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but you know, it's got some massive issues. But yeah. you know, if you could just get it off the lot, all you want to do is see the rear view lights of this vehicle as it pulls away. Because at some point, then they're like, "Well, it's too late. They already got the vehicle, right?" So we're like paying monthly for this because mm-hmm. we're like we just don't know we we yeah. expect a phone call every day yeah. like hey this isn't working out yeah. i mean he's he's hitting the children he's yeah. uh foul language i don't know what all is going on with this foul smell there are some smells emanating from him that are not human um so anyways oh, every day yeah. every day that goes by that we don't get a phone call is a really good day for yeah. us and it's not every day it's three days a week days it's a week? only okay. like three hours at a time so it's not like you know yeah but it's it's pretty much heaven, and yeah. he loves it. He I'm comes sure. home and is tired. He's exhausted, which That's is good. great. Yeah, um, it's like the like human connection that mm-hmm. he needed. I mean, he shows up with his mask on. Everybody has to wear a mask to go in, mm-hmm. and he just rips it right off as soon as he gets in the door. You know what I mean? You're trying to put it on him and do this, but I mean that's just impossible for him. But anyways, they're trying. They're doing. Yeah. They're doing good. Good. So, that's fun for him. It I'm is sure he'll love it. Awesome for him. Give yes. him something like to do on his own too. Because, you know, yeah. it's got to be hard to be, like, the baby sibling when you have all these really older siblings. Yeah, and, who, like, who have their, like, their own don't want you to play with their toys, and yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's none none of the toys are his age because we're not buying toys for yeah. Clive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's fourth kid. He's getting yeah. whatever's been handed down to him that hasn't been broken between three kids. Um, Which is but they have all their toys. Grayson is one oh, of yeah. those three Grayson kids. already broke all of them. So <laughs> here's puzzles with 16 pieces missing. Um, here's a guitar with, you know, no strings. Um, that's, that's what Poor you get guy. as fourth kid. So. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. No, I'm sure he'll have fun. It'll be great. Yeah. And you've got yeah, something down I do. here. Uh, I, tech support. Man, my like favorite thing, this like online teachers business is the like tech support that I never knew I was going to be. And here I am. Yeah. Uh, because kids email you and are like, it's not working, but that's literally all they say. Yeah. It's not working. W- what specifically is not working? Yeah. Cause I really am not going to be able to help you with just that information. Yeah. So trying to like impart in them that like screenshots are your friend be really specific. <laughs> like, <laughs> Give me some more to work with. I just send emails of questions back to them. That's all I've been doing for the last two weeks is just trying to troubleshoot and send emails full of questions. So how much of your job is tech support and how much of it is teaching right now? Right now it's... Is it getting better? Yeah, I think it's probably getting a little bit better. Cause we're actually, I'm actually teaching like content now. So I'm actually teaching science at the moment. I started this week teaching science. Um, I'd say it's maybe 50, 50, like most of the questions I get are, I can't figure out how to submit the assignment or I don't know how this link is going to work or like, you know, most of the emails I get are issues like that, not questions about like the concepts or things like that yet. Right. So it's definitely Closer to 50-50 this week. Last week was probably like 80-20. Yeah. Like tech support teacher. But yeah. And then I'm having a couple moments of like connection or like, hey, this I've been teaching from home and a kid today asked me about my cats. And so like, you know, like there's yeah. some moments like that too, which are starting to happen, which is nice and fun. And um, But yeah, mo- it's a lot of tech support. 
Yeah. Which who knew? I'm gaining so many new skills during this COVID season. Like I was telling one of my favorite things is this job here at Eastlake that I have that I never knew I was going to get so much screen time. Right. As like an online, it's like a TV personality essentially. So I've been telling people if I ever want to apply for the Today Show or something, I have a lot of video footage to <laughs> submit. Um, so like I'm just getting so many new skills during this COVID time. I yeah. didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was trying while you were talking. I was trying to pull up something because I'm pretty sure it was Kathy Pechtel, our, our uh -huh. good friend Kathy, who's a kindergarten teacher uh, in Kenwick School District. Oh, okay, posted a photo of. Uh, it was a friend, it was a meme of like the friends and you know, whatever. And one of them was saying, um, uh, like it's on the online classroom. Say it with me, right? It's <laughs> yeah. on the online oh, classroom. Yeah. When she's, when Phoebe's trying to, sh um, teach Joey French, yeah, it's right? Joey, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then the last one is say it with me, right? And yeah. it's on the miss. I can't find it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't find it. It was yeah. such a great like yeah. teacher meme. I've seen it that was so brilliant. Well. It is I'm trying really good. I, I don't know if she deleted it. I'm, I'm on her <laughs> social media right now. So Kathy, if you're listening. Why did you delete that? It was funny. Got yeah, a good, it's good true. nice little chuckle from me. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've seen that and it is funny. Yeah. I've also seen one with like the I think it's from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the guy with like the like serial killer board yeah. with like all the lines and arrows or whatever. And it's um, trying to explain something in online teaching that would have taken two seconds in person. Yeah, like <laughs> for sure. <laughs> He's great. He's one of my favorites. I love him. But yeah, it's a whole new world. A whole sure. new world. That's awesome. Good for mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Way, to, way to get it going. I, I saw some encouraging stuff uh, in the news yesterday yeah. about some dates, some yeah. some dates being thrown about. Mm -hmm. Now that's dangerous. I got to be honest with you. It's super dangerous. Super dangerous because <laughs> all we did was put it on our calendar and it's in put it on stone. It is concrete. That was the dangerous Kids are part. going back to school. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't think, take that. I don't know. I don't know if they are, but they're meeting about it. And uh, they're making um, choices. Our numbers today were like 14 people total new cases in both That's counties, cool. which is insanely good. Yeah. Um, that is well below expectations. I mean, that's just one day, but still like awesome. Really, really great. Um, and obviously I think being able to not go outside in yeah. terms of the smoke has yeah. been like a pseudo blessing from this way. Like <laughs> Yeah, if you're catching it, I'm like, how? How are you? What are you doing? To well, then you're like hanging out with people you don't know. Maybe. I don't know. That's, but whatever. But yeah. It, it's, uh, so anyways, that's all very, very encouraging stuff. But you, the smoke does make one feel like they want to be a hermit, though. At least for me. I'm like, I just don't want to leave my house. Yeah. <laughs> no. Don't leave. Right. Don't go outside. Yeah. So. So. Uh, speaking of not going outside and doing it, we had to make a tough call last we week um, in canceling our uh, worship night. So the last time we were on this podcast, we were all psyched up about seeing you guys. And then um, on Friday, was it Friday morning, I think, I yeah. got on our Slack and I go, hey, guys, we probably need to think about this. <laughs> and everybody's all, yeah, we've all been talking about it. We were just waiting for you to say something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Um, because it looked like the numbers were going to be bad. We even called it before. We called it Friday. Yeah, like fr Friday morning, mm -hmm. really, too. Just kind of like reading the news into it, and then by Saturday, it was just like a no-brainer, yeah. really. Mm -hmm. Um, and Sunday was horrible. It's just been horrible, really, all week. Yeah. Um, it does sound like perhaps it is, uh, you know, making some movements finally by Friday. It yeah. looks like. Um, but to, to just make sure that we weren't running into anything, we decided to push it out for two weeks, um, cause we didn't want to wait until this week and then just make another cancellation. Mm -hmm. And so anyways, 
Uh, we pushed it to the 27th. So yeah. new worship night happened in 27th, and we're going to bump up a half hour because we're trying to do it right at sunset for the, for the you know. So it'll be 6.30 yeah, now? Yeah, for the gram. We wanted to make sure that when you take photos of the gram, it's got like <laughs> the cool sunset. Hour? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I want that glow. I want that glow on your face. And we've got a few surprises up our sleeves for what we're for doing that gram. night. <laughs> Um, and all that good stuff. But uh, we also, jumping into kind of uh, our the whole point of this podcast really is a follow-up <laughs> from Sunday morning. We did part two of our God and Gold series, a talk on empire. Uh, we walked through some Exodus stuff and into some Solomon-type things and the way that kind of empire sucks it out of us and kind of puts us back into the same exact spot that we came out of, especially waking up to being empire. And if we've ever been oppressed and then all, all of a sudden it really, it's from that verse in Proverbs, it's just about that undue gain. And so you can go from being oppressed and then all of a sudden you get undue gain. And you, and, and instead of being like, I don't deserve this, or, um, you know, we, we constantly reach for more when it's undue gain. And that sort of greed kind of changes us and, and makes us then become the oppressors and the importers and the exporters and the, uh, the, arms dealers of the Middle East, uh, mm-hmm. as it was that uh, we looked at in, in first Kings. So anyways, um, yeah, yeah. it was, uh, it, it's been a, it, it's been a fun talk. It's been a fun series. It was a lot of tip. It was a different type of talk in terms of a lot of times I try and focus on, a, on one text. We kind of bounced a little bit all around with that one. There was some takeaways in terms of, um, production versus self-worth and value that I think are always important that I could do a series on that every year. And I don't think mm-hmm. anybody would get bored on that. Cause I think that that's a big deal. Um, yeah, especially in our culture, like talking about Sabbath and rest and not, yeah. not valuing yourself based on your production, but valuing yourself based on like God and his relationship with you. And that's just super important to be reminded of all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, that our value comes from the God who rescued us, mm-hmm. not from the bricks that we produce. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just, that uh, was a lot of interesting stuff yeah. that I thought was was really, really good. I didn't really have a big piece that I cut out in terms of, you know, oh, for sake of time. Um, uh, it was all, it, it all kind of got in there uh, pretty, pretty much for the most part. What were some things that stood out to you that you thought were insightful or needed further discussion upon? Um, I was kind of like, I was thinking about power and that cycle of being rescued and then getting power and how hard it is to relinquish that once you have it. So like being wrapped up in empire and having the power of empire and like, uh, duh, Israel like fell into being that, being the empire and having the power because it's really hard to give up once you have it. And so, um, I think that that was kind of a piece for me, like our own personal, in our own personal ways, how we feed into the idea of empire, which is like, you know, using more of a like using systems kind of a thing and um, like using people for your own personal gain or your own um, ways and the things that make you better instead of like being more altruistic. And so, um, but it's really hard to give that up because we're such self-serving people, which I think we talked about last week too, of that like need to survive and be the people like serve ourselves in that way. And so it's really hard to be out of that mindset yeah. all the time. So we talked about the, uh, the cry mm-hmm. of Sa'ak, um, which is that you made did- a funny suck joke. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, that wasn't even in my notes either. That I was, know, just- it was good. <laughs> yeah. 
I'll tell you, it was fun this week to say something and to get a reaction from people in the audience. Yeah. It's been so long um, because we obviously we've been doing nobody in the church for mm-hmm. six months. Last week we had people, you know, a few people in the room, but I think it was still very much a, they didn't feel like they could laugh or do anything. Like everybody's really quiet. And, um, might have this, also just been like the combination of people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just make up of people or just, I wasn't funny last week or something. <laughs> Who knows? Right. <laughs> this week we had a couple of things happen. One, my, my mother-in-law's phone went off twice, <laughs> um, which once is acceptable twice is like, you got to figure out the ringer on the side of the phone. <laughs> Apparently it was my wife calling her. Uh-huh. Um, and it was loud and it's always my favorite, <laughs> my favorite is when the, when, when it's in a situation like that, whether it's a movie or a uh-huh. concert or something and somebody's phone goes off and they pull it out of their pocket or their purse and they're looking at it. They're like, they're like trying to figure out who it is, you know, and they're not hitting any of the buttons on the side <laughs> to like turn the volume off. They're just like. Doing the whole, I, I didn't, I wasn't wearing my glasses. You guys can't see this, obviously, because this is a podcast. But like that look of you're going, yeah. d- anything, do anything, push a button, answer it. I would rather have you answer it than hold it out in front of you and just look at it. And now, while it continues, to while ring. it continues to ring, that's crazy. That's crazy talk. I don't get that at all. Like, uh, I'm not blaming her. Like, that's my my wife was trying to find our son because Clive was sitting on yes, her lap uh-huh. and she couldn't see that. And so she's like, "Where's Clive?" Right before I go up to talk, and I'm like, "Oh, uh, your mother, your mom's got her, or got him." <laughs> and, uh, and and I thought that I had pointed to her clearly and be like, "She's right there." And then she's she's wondering where she's at in the building. She's yeah, calling, mm-hmm. and then Grayson and his buddy, which is fine. We've had kids in the auditorium, which is really fun and cool and. <laughs> Good. They were. They should a ball. not be sitting by themselves. A and they should not have front row seats. B. Both of them were being just you know ridiculous. I have vivid flashbacks of being in service and my dad pointing out my poor behavior. Like um, while he's speaking. While he's speaking. Oh like, my gosh. Excuse me for one minute, everybody. Brent, I'm going to need you to tone it down. Or oh take, my gosh. One day it was like, take off your hat. Take off that hat because I'd worn a ch- hat to church on a oh Sunday night. Gosh. And like, I vividly remember those things. So I didn't want to do that to Grayson, mm-hmm. right? Because he's seven and he's, he shouldn't be in here anyway. We should be having kids in rooms and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, so I'm like trying to find creative ways to like, to, to, to point, to address him or say something or point to him so that he sees <laughs> that I, you know, hey, this is a scenario where dad's talking and you need to shut up. <laughs> So perhaps it was like a mixture of all of those things that we just got a more natural reaction from people. Like I made it, I made some, some, yeah. some comments and some jokes and, and people laughed and I thought, there it is. Like, there it is again, everybody. We're kind of back. We're kind of doing this. It felt, funny. felt really, really good. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I thought it was interesting. Um, the, you had like a quote at the end. Exile is when you forget your story. Yeah. And I thought that was like a really interesting thought as well of, cause that means exile isn't just like a physical thing then it's a, it can be like an emotional, spiritual thing as well. I tried to uh, kind of bring that in at the end yeah. of the blind spots of, um, you know, you forget your story and you, then you, you forget, um, that you too were once probably 
like ignorant. Like I think that every once in a while, you know, you're you're new to the company or something like that, or you're new to the office, and and you you see all these people who've been there forever, and they just treat you like dirt because you're the new guy, and you're like, I'm not going to do that when I'm th- like that, right? Or when I when I'm rich and you know powerful, I'm not going to be like a, a jerk like these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you forget that story, and then you bec- you by nature, it was hard for you to get in, so you want to make it hard for everybody else to get in. It feels like some sort of way of protecting what you have or the exclusivity of what you have or mm-hmm. I don't know, the camaraderie with all the people who are at your level but not at that level. I don't know what it is, but something about that kind of lets you forget your story uh, and then you're just, you just don't see it anymore. And yeah. and that's the, you don't think, like there's a, a sense in which exile when it's a presence thing, I can see that I can't leave my building or I, I you know, I'm, I'm in, I'm in occupied territory or there are rules for me that aren't rules for everybody else. That feels exilish, but I think the worst kind of exile is when I'm blinded to my own prison of my own ideas and my own thoughts. Yeah. And it's, it seems right to me, but you know, also the idea that it like takes you away from your relationship with God, Yeah, like forgetting where you came from, forgetting how you were rescued, forgetting what, what was put in place by God that led you to here is a way of distancing yourself in your relationship with moves him. us east of Eden. Yeah. Right. It mm-hmm. moves us out of the place of how it should be yeah. and, and where God's shalom or, or peace reigns or everything works in the way that it was designed to work. And now I'm finding myself over here and it's broken. The further I get away from it, the more yeah. broken it is. Mm-hmm. And I've convinced myself that this is where I belong. This is where I should plant roots and, and build a city. Yep. And it's far, far from it. So, yeah. 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 Those are kind of my two things, I think. Yeah. Good. I like mm-hmm. it. Um, God always hears the cry of the oppressed. I, f- I felt like that was a continuing theme in that mm-hmm. one, which can kind of definitely, I think, I think a big piece of the talk for me was in the research of just reminding myself how little the Israelites knew about this God who was supposedly a God of their ancestors who did, you know, around the campfire, we share the story about our ancestor, Abram, who, uh, moved here and, or, you know, sorry, moved to Israel and then had the, you know, through his lineage ha- had uh, all of these families come through and we're a descendant of Joseph. And, you know, that story kind of gets old probably a little bit or, you know, 400 years is a long time. If you fail to think of the gravity of that and how much is lost in that and how little they knew of this this specific for them, living in a polytheistic society of many gods, this is our God. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't seem like that great of a god because <laughs> where here's here we are. It's and mm-hmm. there's been inaction for so long. Um, and what do we know about him? He seemed to hear the cry of the oppressed, and so then you know that's that's what they're getting. That's what we as they're look, uh, post Exodus are looking back on and being like, he hears the cry of of the people. He yeah. heard it with Abel's blood crying out. He heard it with Egypt. Therefore. Um, maybe perhaps the little that we do know that to go off of, he will hear me when I'm crying out saying, is anybody else seeing this? And mm-hmm. I think at some point everybody has been there or will get there or, or whatever of just you're struggling. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's obviously nice to have people and friends and a, a spouse or a significant other or somebody to kind of share pain with, but there is something very isolating about pain. Mm-hmm. And even if you did have those pieces in place. It's still like, it's still, uh, it's still something that you find yourself crying out. Goes anybody? Is anybody really watching this? Does anybody know anything about what I'm actually going through? And 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 the things run through my mind as I as I write that or think about that of the stories of the people that I know who are currently like right now experiencing mm-hmm. something um, along those lines where mm-hmm. it's not 
for for them, perhaps the takeaway isn't I'm measuring my wealth or my my value based on brick by brick. Yeah. It is do I still believe in a God who hears the cry of the oppressed? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That and that God always is like he's very attuned to our, our cries of pain. Yeah. And that's something that he's always part of. And he always walks into that with us. And so and it's hard in especially in our like post active God in the world, you know, in the sense of like voices and spirits and that kind of stuff. Um, and it's hard to like feel that really well, but he, he does, he is there. He's walking through that with us. And, um, I know recently I've like, um, heard some things about like lament and why, especially in America, we don't lament and we don't cry out and we don't, um, that's not like a public thing that we do or a like external thing that we do, but there's really a lot of power in lamenting. And there's a lot of, um, like healing that can come through having external expressions of your pain and external expressions of your grief and like sharing that with other people and sharing that with God. And I think in, when you read the old Testament, they lamented and they understood that part of it because the thing that they knew about God was that he heard their cries. Mm -hmm. And so, um, like there's a, I've, I've been like hearing a lot about lament recently just through uh, people that I know that have been going through some things. And so, um, that's an interesting thought as well. Yeah. Like, and that's something to hold on to when you're in pain. Like if you have that faith, like that's God hears me now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also, uh, th- I guess this is one piece that I did think was interesting. I talked to Kylie about it and I just decided not to include it, but that, that thing of when preservation becomes a priority, right? When you've, when you've lost sight of the story of where you came from, when you fail to recognize the blessing that you have, when storage units, I mean, in Egypt, it was, it was, what's, what's he building? He's building places to store more of his grain. And there's the new Testament parable too, of the guy who wakes up one day, he's so wealthy. He's like, I don't, what am I going to do? I know what I'll do. I'll build storage units. I'll build (laughs) things to save my stuff. And then, Mm -hmm. and then Jesus goes, if you fool, you've, you've wasted this, this whole opportunity, you know, that kind of thing. Um, is I've been reading, um, the, a book called God and Gold, which I got the title. It's about the rise and fall of basically the Anglo-Saxon empire, specifically Britain and U.S., how it used to be, you know, Britain was top dog, the walrus, and, mm-hmm. and we were the carpenter. And then kind of over time, Britain's decline where America continued to kind of push through and, and you know, whatever. Um, and one of the things that I remember reading about it is the introduction of the an insurance policy. Obviously, insurance didn't always exist. It's a capitalistic, you know, phenomenon of cre- uh, creation of it. Um, and uh, but but the UK or the Britain specifically was kind of the first ones to kind of deal with. Um, specifically maritime insurance. So Mm -hmm. if you're going to go on a trip to go discover, there's a lot of risk involved in that. So let's cover our bases so that if you do find something anyways. Um, And at one point they, um, the, the British population made up like less than 1% of the world population at that time, but over 10% of their insurance policies. So they got hyper aggressive in terms of we're so big that, and we want to make sure that preservation is the key. And it actually contributed to the decline of 
their empire because America was still more aggressive with it. It's, mm-hmm. So it's like the it's like the person who's willing to reinvest capital in the company versus no, I'm going to cash out and just kind of take it as it is. Mm-hmm. Right? America was willing to kind of take more risks and push more risks and do more things, and they had you know less about pres- preservation and more about you know future looking forward. And it's true about you know, stock market stuff too, not to get like, make this like a financial investing (laughs) thing. Uh, But people, the reason that stocks go crazy and nuts is for future outlooks, not necessarily with the returns that they're providing currently, but what they could provide in the future. It's Mm -hmm. all about future potential, not current payouts, because there's far greater um, dividends that are are big now, but everybody wants to buy Tesla stock because who knows what that's going to be like in five years. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, That's why those, that's why that one goes crazy. So- Anyways, Mm -hmm. um, you focus too much on preservation, whether it's a market inefficiency, which is true historically in there as well as the stock market currently. And I think that that's the principle that Jesus and even um, Jesus takes in that parable, Mm -hmm. uh, as well as we look at Egypt and go, you, you, when, when it's all about the, the stocking up of it and stockpiling of it, and then that's becoming, when that's the priority, Mm -hmm. you're going to miss out on actual case. So, Yeah. yeah, yeah, nice. Um, good. All right. Anything else that jumps out to you and then, or we'll move on. We're moving on. Okay. Let's move (laughs) on. It's your turn to start. It is. Yes. Or say something interesting. So this is something that we read, found, watched, or experienced or whatever that, uh, have nothing, has nothing to do with our talks from Sunday, just (laughs) exciting things that happen for us. So obviously, um, you know, you have a couple of strategies when you're like, I wonder what it's going to look like today. You wake up, you go, what should I dress like? Uh, you open up the the weather app and you go, or or you just turn to. I, for me, I go to my wife and I go, "What's it like today?" She already knows. She she's up earlier than me and, and has been like, "It's eighty five today. You should dress in shorts." Second, <laughs> but lately, it's not just been the weather app that I look at. I have to like peek outside. outside the window yeah. and be like, "What's it look like outside today?" Right? Um, and it always looks crappy, right? Yeah. Like lately, it's been like, but I I can't tell. You can't tell by looking at it. There's definitely a difference between. Even like Saturday and Sunday and, mm-hmm. and Monday, like in breathability. And mm-hmm. we ended up, I ended up doing a drive to Yakima this last weekend for something. And in Yakima, it was so much better air. Yeah. Like I was, I was outside and I was like, this is so much better. I don't realize how bad it was until I experienced this new one. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, I know that they have parts per million uh, in within the, the app, but there's a specific um, air quality oh. app. Mm-hmm. that Lauren pointed us out to when we were, I assigned her the project of keep an eye on um, air quality for us as we kind of uh-huh. were deciding about the uh, the worship night thing. And so she found an app called Plume Labs. Plume. Ooh, plume. Like an like air plume. P-L-U-M-E. Plume, plume Labs. It's okay. free. Um, and it kind of breaks it down by hour and, and goes out at several days and uh, gives you some some ideas of if you were like, Listen, I have to get out of my house. I have to go for a walk or a run or something. I don't really care. Um, at least you could look at it and kind of time. All right, well, at three o'clock this afternoon is going to be the best time to go out and do that. <laughs> you know, even though it says on there airpocalypse and yeah. <laughs> not suitable for children or adults or any living human breathing thing. Yeah. Um, if you had to do something, this is a way to kind of time that out a little bit better. Airpocalypse. So, yeah, it, it literally says that. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, hazardous yeah, and then the one step above that. And, and like it's a, been pretty much standard in airpocalypse yeah, for four days. So. Um, I have a like Facebook friend from college who was like, is this what the nuclear winter is going to feel like? Because it's been really cold, too, because they're not getting any like solar gain. And so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I was like, 
You're probably right. <laughs> Speaking of solar gain, I think that you have. Yeah, I think that, you're going towards that a little bit. <laughs> if I if my notes serve me correctly, uh, kind of. Talk to me about solar cycle. All right. So my something interesting is from I follow NASA on Instagram. It's a pretty of course you good do. follow. Um, and they just came out today with an announcement that they determine the sun goes through different cycles of like activity. So, um, the, it'll have like a dip and then it'll go back up into being really active and having lots of like solar flares and sunspots and that kind of stuff. Um, and they determined that in December, 2019, it reached its minimum. And so we've started a new solar cycle. They last about 11 years. And so we're going to be ramping back up into having a more active sun in the next probably two or three years. But they also think that it will be... Um, so our last solar cycle was a pretty like mild one. Um, and they think this one will probably be about the same. Um, but when the sun is really active and has lots of solar flares, um, it interferes with our satellites. Um, for NASA, it's a really big deal because they're trying to put astronauts on the moon again. And so, um, like trying to predict the solar radiation and that kind of stuff is really important for them. But the other really cool thing that I found in the article is they're trying to get to the point where they can predict like space weather, solar weather, the same way that they predict weather on earth. And I thought that was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so last week we talked about the organ in Humboldt, Germany, that's playing one oh, yeah. chord uh -huh. a year for every six years or something like uh -huh. that. And it happened to change on this last Saturday. Yeah. Um, and it'd be crazy if it was like, I mean, that's, we're, we're talking about things that are like almost based on the same time. <laughs> like th this, every sun cycle, a new chord is played <laughs> on the Humboldt, uh, That'd German, be cool if it was yeah, that way. It's not that way because no. it's six years. But yeah. anyways, mm -hmm. um, just long, long-term yeah. stuff. So. so, yeah. But also another cool thing with the sun cycle is often you get more like auroras. So mm. the like aurora borealis. Have you ever uh, seen that in real no, life? No, I haven't, but it's on my bucket list. It is me for me too. Mm -hmm. I would love to go to Iceland someday. Or like Alaska. You can see them in Alaska a lot too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's on my but bucket list. But I just have I want an excuse to go to Iceland. Well, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> And I would love to see that in person someday. Yeah. That would be really, really cool. Mm -hmm. So um, I did hear today, too, that they found some gases on in the— Oh, in Venus, in Venus yeah. that are that perhaps uh, that, represent some sort of life yeah, so stuff. Yeah, so they know. found some phosphoric gases, I believe. Something. That, We're really out of our league here. No, 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 I read it, too. Okay. Um, that on Earth usually come from some sort of microbe, um, a, an oxygen— a microbe that lives in an oxygen We've never been area. able to recreate it from chemicals, so it mm -hmm. feels like it's from a life force or yeah. something. Mm hmm which is kind of cool. So, yeah. That's cool. Space, 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 is awesome. space stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who like actually knows what they're talking about is listening to us just babble on about this and be like, it's that's Speak not it. Speak for yourself. Gosh, I it. sounded amazingly You sound No, no, no. You're solar. I'm not saying your solar stuff. I'm saying the Venus <laughs> Venus stuff that I'm bringing up. So, uh, okay, so uh, last week we also did our, our pre-service activity mm -hmm. was Pictionary, and Truth. we had our friend Mallory. Um, yeah, your do... wife was a little more subdued this week. More subdued? Not when I was around. When I saw her, you guys I mean, she were- She was like sitting on the edge of I think because we were in the couch, she was like a little less- mm, Got it. Like jumping up, Yeah, you know? Yeah, but, so we had to do a couple of changes because yeah. usually we had people outside and we were trying to incorporate this, you know, sign thing and whatever else, and then they had to come inside because we couldn't keep them outside. We didn't want them to smell like <laughs> smoked fish. Um, so um, 
this week, assuming the weather is mm-hmm. back to semi-normal, mm-hmm. um, they will be back outside, and we're going to be playing a game called uh, Balderdash yes. this weekend. Is that the one where you make up a fake definition for yes. the word? Okay. It's going to be fun words. Uh, so are they going to... Yep. When they show up, we're giving them a piece of paper with a bunch of words on it. And they're, they're making write a definitions? Bunch of them. And then our friend Steve Meyer uh-huh. is going to be the voice of reason and reading those to you and Kylie. Got and it. you're going to have to pick these out and we were what, um, what the actual definition is right yes, right yeah, okay we were brainstorming some words the other day <laughs> and i had to veto one because <laughs> i was afraid of what would get written down <laughs> i will show you personally off offline <laughs> um and it was brought to us by our 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 newest hire lauren who is apparently is feeling Loose enough around us to be able to provide. She's pretty sassy, so I can see it. The sass, the sass came out. So I was like, eh, I just, I think Kylie's face would go immediately so red in trying to guess which one was right that we decided to bail on that part. That's um, fair. So anyways, uh, Balderdash this weekend, part three of God and Gold. Um, next weekend will be our worship night. We it Also... Can I be honest? The yeah. real reason also that we didn't want to do it this upcoming Sunday night, the Seahawks play on Sunday night <laughs> against the Patriots, our first home game. So we're like, we're not going to compete against that. That's ridiculous. Uh, that's so yeah. the 27th come out and to mark your calendars. And hopefully it's breathable air and yeah. all of the good things that come along with that. Yeah. Thanks, Megan, for yes, making this thing happen today. Have a great week, everybody. Talk to you later. Bye.